Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan and I am your faithful as ever host. Today is the 14th of December and we are in the thick of Advent as we get closer and closer to Christmas, the celebration of Jesus' birth. Before we do that, we want to make sure we are preparing ourselves. We want to prepare our hearts, prepare our lives, prepare our families to receive Jesus. Um, Not just to receive presents, but... um, in anticipation that someday soon Jesus will return and restore all of creation. And hopefully that gives you some hope and some peace and some joy um, this Advent season, this Christmas season. With everything that's going on swirling around us, um, I was just talking with our guest about some of this stuff. (laughs) You might have lots of plans for Christmas that um, some of them might feel disappointed or, um, you know, derailed. Um, The whole, but because of COVID, uh, phrase is might be on your lips a lot, um, but um, hopefully this Advent season, as we prepare for Jesus' coming, we can be filled with hope to know that this is not the end of the story, that our lives are not defined by this, but by our our journey towards new creation together. So with that, I'd like to welcome, well, first of all, I'll welcome you to the podcast. Um, thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. Thanks for um, tuning in today and this week. Um, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you can get them in your podcast app. You can also listen to this podcast on the website, which is kind of cool. Jesse just installed it as an app on our website, so you can go to the website and see it if you just scroll down to the bottom. Um, And what we're going to do is we're going to read a scripture passage um, for the day. Today's scripture passage is 2 Samuel 7, verses 1 through 11, and it skips to 16. And then we'll reflect on it. And we'll be doing so with our guest for the week. So I'd like to welcome our guest, Mrs. Nadine Sluice. Nadine, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you. Good morning. It's good to be here. So Um, Nadine, give us a little uh, 101 on you. I'd love for you to just introduce yourself to listeners. Some people you might know and other people might not know you. Sure. Thank you. Um, Brendan mentioned my name is Nadine Sluice, and uh, I've been uh, attending Victory Point for decades now (laughs) and uh, came to know the Lord when I was probably in my mid-20s, I guess it was, and uh, wasn't raised that way at all. Mm. And uh, since then, um, I've become a completely different person uh, inside and out. So, yeah, the the word, uh, God's word is always... um, you know, fresh to me. And yeah. uh, I love digging in and, and I'm excited to, um, to find out um, what God's got in plan, uh, mm-hmm. planned for us today. Thanks, so, Nadine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate hearing a little bit of your story. Maybe we'll come back to, around to that later this week, hear a little bit more about your transformation and how you met Jesus and all of that. Um, for today, we're going to be reading uh, 2 Samuel verses, uh, chapter 7, verses 1 through 11, and then 16. Um, would you mind if uh, maybe I'll read this one and then I'd love to hear uh, anything that stands out to you about it, Nadine, anything that bothers you, any questions you have, what, you know, just what, what is your immediate reaction to this passage? And then we can talk about it. Okay. Sure. Here we go. 
Now, when the king was settled in his house, I have to say, uh, this is King David. So, now when the king was settled in his house and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, the king said to the prophet, Nathan, see now I am living in a house of cedar, but the ark of God stays in a tent. Nathan said to the king, go do all that you have in mind for the Lord is with you. But that same night, the word of the Lord came to Nathan, go and tell my servant David, thus says the Lord, are you the one to build me a house to live in? I have not lived in a house since the day I brought up the people from Israel, from Egypt to this day, but I have been moving about in a tent, in a tabernacle. Wherever I have moved about among all the people of Israel, did I ever speak a word with any of the tribal leaders of Israel whom I commanded to shepherd the people of Israel saying, why haven't you not built me a house of cedar? Now, therefore, thus you shall say to my servant David, thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep to be prince over my people Israel. And I have been with you wherever you went and have cut off all your enemies before you. And I will make for you a great name, like the name of the great ones of the earth. And I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they may live in their own place and be disturbed no more. And evildoers shall afflict them no more as formerly. From the time that I appointed judges over my people Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. Your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. Mm-hmm. So, Nadine, what do you, what's grabbing your attention from this story? Um, I, I think it's kind of... Um it's kind of a tongue in cheek thing. When, when I first read this, um, you know, the Lord is saying to David, you know, when, when did I tell you that my priority for you was to build a house of cedar? Mm -hmm. David, when did I tell you that? I've never told leaders before you to do that. And uh, you know, my vision for you is much greater. And some of the things that I, that I noticed was, um, you know, David's gift and mission was to fight the Lord's battles, you know, until Israel could uh, rest in her own place, in her own promised land and be safe. And, um, you know, the Lord recounts to David how he called him from being a shepherd boy um, and now to a king. And um, uh, that, that the Lord had promised that he would make David's name great but david misunderstood i think god's priorities Hmm. and uh uh, the lord's intentions for the rulers of israel was always to shepherd his people Hmm. uh not to build a dwelling place um for for god um Hmm. so uh you know he promised david that he would make him a lasting legacy and that was not going to be a place that could rust or decay like a temple but it would be a royal uh, a royal heritage. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, implying this to myself, it's, I, I see David as not having the vision of priorities, um, the same, you know, the same as what God's plan was. And uh, that, uh, that his future, that David's future from his own perspective was short-sighted. Yeah. And, uh, you know, God's plan for, for all of us is so much bigger and more grand uh, than we could ever know. And I think that we're misguided sometimes by a simple mindset 
that um, you know that that we 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 don't see the full picture. Yeah, I love that. It, um, as as amazing as King David is, and as much as he has ascended into his kingship, you know, and becoming a leader over all Israel, he still has such a small view of his world compared to how God sees it. Mm-hmm. David has built this house and he thinks that's a big deal to God. You know, he thinks, well, I've built a house. Oh gosh, you know, God is still in a tent, you know, <laughs> and God's kind of like, I'm not in a tent, you know, like what right. are you talking about? <laughs> like you think I'm in a tent, you know? Yeah. That's a special place I meet with, you know, mortals like you, but that's not, and I've never asked for a house. I, that's never been something that I wanted. Why do, why would you think that I want to live in a puny little house of cedar like you have, you know, like, <laughs> and if you go back to um, the Genesis, I mean, the whole story of Genesis one is of God constructing his own house which is the cosmos, the universe is God's house, you know, and, mm. you know, the, the sky is like a roof and the earth is like a floor and he's, he's arranging his house like he wants. It's a, it's a house of worship. All of creation is God's house. And so it's weird that, you know, from God's perspective, it's very strange that David would say, oh, I feel bad that I'm living in a house of cedar, but God's just in a tent. Right. Like, yeah. If you're talking about the tent of the sky, yeah, I'm living in a tent, but I don't live in that tiny little tent that um, that you think that I live in. So I, I I agree that it kind of blows out of proportion the uh, the perspective and the priorities that David has and shows how small and puny they are. Yes. And when you said that thing about like you know God asking why haven't you built me a house of cedar, um, I think man what a great reminder for us when we're we're in our houses right now. You know, like a lot of mm-hmm. us are quarantined into our houses. Yeah. You know, um, why am I in my house and God's God's over in the church building? You know, right. and God would be like, "What are you talking about? I don't I don't live in that building." You know, I meet mm-hmm. you right where you're at. You know, um, so I think I think that's a really sweet. Uh, thank you for for bringing that um, insight uh, for us that that our perspective needs to be changed about where does God reside. Does God just reside in a box that we put him in or is all of creation God's dwelling place where we can find him and experience him? And that makes a huge difference in our discipleship and in mission to, to know that God goes ahead of us and is, um, has much bigger plans for us than we understand. The other thing that I was, that I was seeing in here was I love Nathan's um, words, his initial words to David. Um, he kind of picks up on what David's inferring, right? David says, I'm living in House of Cedar. God's in a tent. I feel bad about this. And then Nathan says, go do all you have in mind for the Lord is with you. What, what a, you know, just the blessing of being given permission like that. Like, even yeah. though it's a wrong, you, we found out later, it's not the right impulse. Mm-hmm. But even mm-hmm. so, he gets a blessing to pursue it. And I just thought, man, that's a, such a great word of grace to me that, you know, if I was to hear those words for myself, um, Go do all you have in mind for the Lord is with you to know what, what if God was giving me that permission today, what would I do with that? And maybe I'd make some mistakes. Maybe some of my thoughts or some of my ideas would be wrong, but I can also trust that as I pursue those things, God can redirect me. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, all right, I'm going to take a stab at it. God is with me. Go do whatever you have in mind. All right. I'm going to go do whatever I mind. I'm also going to have my ears open 
you go, oh, this isn't quite what God is directing me towards. And a word from the prophet comes and corrects, corrects him. Yes. And that's, I think correction like that is so graceful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it points us in the right direction down the correct path. Yeah, gets us walking, you know, gets us moving and then kind of redirects us rather than us just sitting there waiting for something else to happen. Yeah, I'd like Nathan's faith. I mean, he was correct. The Lord was with him, but not to do whatever we have, you know, decided of our own accord, right. basically, or what we thought was was important at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. the, the freedom to, to try something and then to, to be open to correction from God and to know that God is with us no matter what is um, really empowering for me today. It kind of gets me excited about thinking about the day like that. Okay. I have some things on my mind to do. I want to do them knowing that God is with me. You know, um, it reminds me of some of the, the um, encouragement in Ecclesiastes talks about a lot about this, like um, do what's on your heart to do but know that God is with you and will, will judge you for all these things. You know, that's what um, Ecclesiastes says. It yes. seems like the same kind of thing. Go do the things that you have on your heart to do. Um, know that God is with you. And if you do the wrong thing, God will be, keep your ears open. He, he'll correct you, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's a good word of encouragement. Grateful for, for that grace. You bet. You bet. Well, and- <clears throat> um, th- do you have anything else you want to add about this passage? I just, in, in my mind, because it's kind of what, the way I think, I wondered what David's reaction was to Nathan's words that were from yeah. the Lord, you know, the next morning or whenever, you know, I wonder what David thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just, I wonder if he was like in the meeting of, uh, in, the, in the middle of a meeting with like his builders and they have like yes. blueprints laid out and architects, right. you know, <laughs> called to the table and then Nathan barges in and says, and gives his word in that setting, you know? Yes, or, I know. Or did David get a, get a bad dream and was waking up just feeling off about it? Like, why do I not feel? And then Nathan barges in and says, hey, remember what I said earlier? You know, I have an addendum to that, so. Correct, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, in, in, in David's humanness, you know, I just wondered what his reaction was. Yeah. You know, just like, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Yeah, so. yeah, it's fun mm-hmm. to think. I mean, he's a human just like us. And Correct, yeah. He gets it wrong uh all the time and Mm -hmm. he's he has desires like we have he has you know power and authority you know maybe not the same kind of that we have but you know he has agency like we have so um it's it's uh fun to get into his skin and think about how he receives god's words too Mm -hmm. well everybody thanks for joining us for today's podcast i'm excited to see how these themes from this uh, i don't know if you've noticed nadine but I've noticed that um, a lot of times there's themes uh, that kind of run throughout the week um, when we have our Bible reading plan. Like I'm excited to see what some of the themes are that play out this week. Um, so looking forward to the rest of the conversation. Yes. So as you guys go out through the, through the day, um, hear these words, go do all that you have in mind for the Lord is with you. And also hear these words, um, God does not dwell in a tent. Um, God is with you. God is ahead of you. He's already gone ahead. He has a plan much bigger than you know. And, um, and so when you go about your business today, when you're thinking about all that you desire, know that um, God's desires are bigger than yours. So go in peace, everybody. And we will be back with you tomorrow morning. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.